Your support helps us bring fresh voices, new voices, and credible voices. Support Mind Podcast by clicking on support the Mind Podcast link on mind.net. You can also write to us at info at mind.net about any other way you would like to support Mindmakers. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Mind Podcast 112.0. Yes, this is 112.0 before anyone of you asks. <laughs> the previous one where I mistakenly announced was 110. So finally, we have reached a, a podcast where we can legitimately say 112. Yeah, and you can count um, beyond 100. We know that. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> un- un- unlike many, but yeah. <laughs> Uh, but this is Adit Kapadi and together with me uh, is Sunanda Vashishtan, Pramod Kumar, Buravalli. Sorry again for our 24-hour delay. I was traveling on Sunday, so I couldn't make it. So I should be all the all the subject of all the hate mail we've got. No, I'm not. It's not hate mail. I'm just joking. It's all the love we've gotten from our listeners saying, why the heck do you not have it on your usual time? But we're back. Yeah. And uh, we're and we've I'm, I'm kind of glad it almost inadvertently we pushed it till Monday and there is so much that happened on a Monday. Monday yeah. um, the you had the 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 Kashmir bipoles to Anantanag being postponed. Yes. Uh, the Srinagar bipole that had what six point five or seven percent. Uh, uh, no, the official this thing is, the official from um, election commission is six percent. Six percent, something like that. And then you had the um, the the case of the uh, the Jadav case where Kulbushan Jadav uh, where a secret Pakistani court was given death penalty to Indian Navy officer Kulbushan Jadav now there are debates in Pakistan or not really debates pronouncements that he was a sort of an Indian spy and uh, all of India is outraged because he was not given a fair trial and he was a businessman I think operating Baluchistan promotes going to give a background on that so we're going to discuss that the we're going to discuss the issue in Kashmir is Mehbupa Mufti uh, failing as a chief minister could she have done anything more to prevent the violence um, we're also going to be discuss uh, discussing uh, the news of the week, which includes Tarun Vijay's comments in, in Al Jazeera, which sparked a lot of uh, debate on Twitter. Uh, Donald Trump's uh, attacks, uh, well, not Donald Trump's, US's uh, attacks at Syrian um, bases. And um, uh, what else dominated the news of the week, Sananda? Um, mostly it was... Um Cow vigilantism. That uh, is. Yeah. Uh, that was last week almost. That was last week and it spilled over to this week as well because we had that one very unfortunate killing in Alwar of. Uh, very unfortunate. Uh, Pehlu Khan. Condemnable. Was very con- condemnable. Absolutely. There is not no question nothing about justifies it. Nothing justifies. Nothing justifies murder. Nothing justifies violence. And this is a BJP ruled state. If a BJP ruled state cannot. Um, you know, uh, take care of the laws. I don't know. Um, I, I don't know what justification any of these vigilante groups have. Um, so this this it it disturbed me quite a bit. And when you talk go around talking about it, I uh, we will talk about it. But I think this um, no, Pehlu I mean, Khan, he was he was just a dairy farmer or something. He was not. Uh, uh, he was not involved in cow smuggling or animal smuggling. I do understand a lot of times what happens is that people come to us and say that you city bred people don't understand the love people have for animals, the love people have for this is this is their rosy roti, this is their... Of course I do. It's not that I don't understand how Absolutely. people feel about their animals. Uh, 
and there there has to be a way no you know animal uh, smuggling cannot happen in prehistoric times pramod will remember even in prehistoric times animal smuggling was considered a crime of the highest order so no we're not talking about that what i'm talking about is should legal recourse be followed or not and if there is no organization i don't care where, where these organizations are mushrooming from mm. the way to do is go to your local representative who you have voted in power speak about that raise an issue go to jantar mantar go on the streets of delhi go wherever you can if if animals are if cows are being slaughtered then go and protest mm. but you cannot kill a human being for a cow you cannot do that i don't care um, what it says and i want to say it in unequivocal terms you cannot kill a human being you cannot take a law law in your own hands um, prime minister narendra modi has said this in no uncertain terms last uh, he said it, it in a town year, hall in a town hall meeting he he said in no uncertain terms that you know you are gorakshaks so then go and become gorakshak don't become you know don't don't become villains manobhakshaks manobhakshaks that's not right and today's statement by mohan bhagwat is the same thing that you know you are damaging the cause of cow protection if you are doing anything like this no i know and i mean all three of us quite, yeah we agree on this and quite frankly there is nothing to discuss i mean it's condemnable what happened and you cannot defend it and no one can defend it no one should defend it that's another thing and i mean nothing we've said earlier nothing justifies murder period so um and what happened was terrible so from there i wanted to move on to um things that dominated the news this week and today morning we heard the news of kulbushan jadav so uh, pramod and i think we did we discuss it yes. la- last year yes. when this arrest happened in march yes. 2016 yes i remember pramod gave a full uh, for, background of yeah, this so we, we, yeah i mean he's going to give a quick background for detailed discussion on that please i would go go back to that podcast from march 2016 i think it was the second or the third week of march so you can do we'll try and dig up what podcast was it so you guys can uh, play that and listen to what we had to say then uh, and uh, promote so any uh, well, updates well the update is that uh, there according to this ispr uh, press release which is run by the inter services intelligence in pakistan uh, kulbushan sundar jadav and he was apparently operating under the name of hussein mubarak patel had been arrested on march 3rd to 2016 exactly mm. a year ago through a, a counter intelligence operation uh, by the uh, the pakistani um, border uh, force uh, probably uh, most likely the rangers uh, from the mashkel area of balochistan and he was charged and uh, apparently the uh, he has already confessed he was provided for an officer to protect him and a court martial proceedings was initiated a general court martial under the pakistan army's uh, paa act and uh, essentially the chief of army staff general kamar jawed bajwa confirmed the death sentence awarded to uh, by the field mm. marshal mm. you know court marshal and uh, this was i'm just this briefly was, this was done by army court not this, your this civil court no, no, not civil and court because only only pakistani line of defense so far seems to be that video that has been circulating on social media yeah, yeah. about that confession sort of confession and yeah. a lot of indian experts have dismissed it yeah. sushant sarin jokingly said about on ravish's show that ko delhi police ko 2 ghante de do koi kisi aur ke sath kuch bhi kare so mr mr jada was tried under the fgcm act section 59 of the pakistan
Pakistan Army Act 1952 and Section 3 of the Official Secrets Act of 1923, by the way. Mm. I, I wonder why they still have the 1923 Act. Anyway, the oh, FTCM they existed then. <laughs> uh, found, them, found Jadav guilty of all charges and apparently he confessed before a magistrate. And uh, you know, he implicated a research and analysis wing, the External uh, Intelligence Agency of India. And apparently he was provided a, a defense uh, officer to, you know, make his case. And most of the political parties in, in Pakistan, the civil society came, uh, you know, they, they were all raising questions as to under what circumstances. And again, this is a murky uh, sort of a tale because we don't know what the Iranian uh, take on this is, whether he was really... Uh, arrested in the Balochistan area or was he arrested in the Sistan province which is the Balochistan, Balochi part of Iran. You know, according we don't know. To Indian, according to um, India, yeah, they, he was his like background is he was an ex-naval officer, retired no, naval no, but officer. But they also said in the uh, this thing that he was uh, arrested in Iran. That's yeah, Iran. Yeah. So the Chabahar port that India is building is adjacent to the Gwadar port and both are competing for commerce and for uh, activities that are uh, obviously uh, conflicting with each other. Uh, Gwadar is being built by the Chinese, India is building the Chabahar, Chabahar port. So the, the area, uh, uh, he, how he got apprehended, why he got apprehended and what was his uh, business activities has to be clarified by the Indian government because if this is a, indeed a civilian that got caught and was abducted and Pakistan army is known for these kind of abductions, cross border, they have border action teams all the time coming in and abducting our own Indian army soldiers from across the border because there's a no man's land, you know, there's always that you know, uh, terrain that you can come in and go out. So again, the official uh, policy of the Indian government right now, it, it was on the verge of releasing some Pakistani prisoners. It has withheld doing that. It has given an official demarch. There is a three strike uh, procedure that India follows. One of your, when, when, when any, any citizen is uh, apprehended <coughs> by a foreign country, then the, your consular access, consular access is, uh, is asked. This, was, this is being denied because they, they are trying him under the official secrecy act. So mm -hmm. he, he can be denied that consular access. Second, and I think India has asked for the 13 times or something? Yeah, yeah. and then, then, then you are going to ask for a sort of a uh, a sort of uh, protocol to be followed. Mm -hmm. Then again it goes to the next step which is expulsion of Pakistani diplomats. Uh, you know, again, this is again a, a shade murkier than uh, what it was last year. But there is something brewing and I know you guys are itching to bring up Kashmir and what's happening there. Uh, but uh, right now what I feel is that uh, unfortunately Mr. Jadav has either been killed or he is on the verge of being killed. There is no Let two things about it. Question. There is no way he can be yeah. safely retrieved. So India's response, if you notice all the activity on both social media and mainstream media, all these ex uh, raw, raw officers and uh, serving officers are all, are all coming out to deny any sort of uh, official uh, position that Mr. Jadav ever held. You know, so that no, let me at least from question. a civilian standpoint, he gets a fair trial. If the, yeah. if, if it is now, now, no, 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 this is something that I was I was watching a show and Sushant Sarin was mentioning a report where a Pakistani officer in Nepal had gone missing a few days or something. And he was saying, is this connected to that or something? We don't know. Is, no, I is this, just, just one second, mm. is this, could this be Pakistani, Pakistan is retaliating in some form for something or could this be their, their aim at getting a leverage? No, this I, is, this is, this is for is the industry, no, you, exactly good point. Yeah. This is all boiling down to the industry. If you see that there is a whole lot of activity going on, all of a sudden have you noticed that the United States 
tried to infer that they will act as mediators and India quickly shot them down because the Indus Water Treaty is the mediator is Washington. Yeah. World Bank is the mediator. mediator. You know, if something happens, India were to invoke its uh, rights, you have to go through the World Bank because they let funded. Me, the let project. me ask you a question now. As you said, um, uh, you know, uh, he could either be on verge of being killed or he must have already been killed. What are India's uh, options at the moment? The biggest option right now is that Pakistan is reeling under the pressure that India is applying on the uh, the construction activity going on in Balochistan. Chinese investment has already been uh, promised and has sunk in for the tune of 30 to 40 billion dollars. And India is putting all sorts of international pressure on China to get that investment back because there is that unfinished agenda between India and Pakistan. The only long-term consequence of this is that there will not be, at least under this term and the next term of Prime Minister Narendra Modi, any possible across-the-table discussion with Pakistan. So maybe Pramod hit the nail on the head when he said something is brewing. Where is it brewing? On what it's brewing? Indus Water Treaty is just one of the new things and if Indus Water Treaty is I mean, is brought up, I'm not even saying revoked or something, is brought up, what could be the reaction remains to be seen. Um, what I'm disappointed with is the kind of response that India should launch uh, preemptively in certain things. Say, for example, if you type Kulbushan Yadav on Wikipedia, you will be surprised and I'm going to post it just in another five minutes. You know, the page is probably designed by a Pakistani. It says Allegiance India, Service Intelligence, Active 2003 to 2016, Code Names Hussein Mubarak Patel, Nationality India, uh, Parent Sudhir Yadav, Occupation Naval Officer, Years of Service 1987 to Present, he's still active. Who, who designs all of this? What kind of intelligence is, uh, are you dealing with when you have your Wikipedia which is, you know, you can pay Wikipedia for $5 to change the profile of anybody. Yeah. You know, so this is the kind of, like I said, murky world of intelligence. When you get caught, you're nobody. You mm. know, you have, you're pretty much, uh, you know, sacrificed or given up or whatever it is. I have to say a silent prayer for the man, whatever he has done or whatever he has not done. He I has know. become a martyr for India, whatever activity he was involved in whether in trade or whether in uh, really if he's an intelligent but officer. bottom line is he's being subjected to this treatment because he was an indian exactly and that is and, the, and that is why we have but to say i, I have to say the, the government's response has been quite strong they said they would treat it as a preemptive murder in case premeditated premeditated, premeditated. i'm sorry not preemptive premeditated. premeditated i stand corrected premeditated murder uh, so, so that was that. That was the external affairs ministry of the uh, home ministry who gave the statement. Yeah. That was the external affairs external affairs ministry, ministry yeah. that gave that the was, statement. Um, the statement was that's where they uh, talked about him being caught in Iran. Correct, correct. And um, so th this brings me to my second point, and we'll touch on this briefly before we go to the Kashmir bypolls because there are many. Uh, pieces to this puzzle called Pakistan and uh, the f another piece comes from the east side of India that is Sheikh Hasina's visit yes and the growing proximity from, from uh, of India to Bangladesh you have to put this in the context of um, the Indo-Bangladesh uh, land agreement which people don't give uh, successive governments because Manmohan Singh government increased uh, started this and Narendra Modi government finished it um, uh, and it was from West Bengal so Mamata Banerjee was also there a part of this that it was the largest most peaceful land transfer in the world yes 
right and um, from there you've had excessive uh, trade visits i think sushma swaraj has also gone to bangladesh a couple of times right if i'm not mistaken she was instrumental in getting the lba done we have uh, done major stories about uh, mm-hmm. land border um, agreement uh, yeah sushma swaraj was and, and uh, my, my point being what? it has it promote or and sunanda you can also both of you can come in it almost feels like india has given up on pakistan and is in terms of dealing with and trading and it's focusing on bangladesh now bangladesh the textile industry is growing their um, imports are up so um, their economy is doing reasonably okay. well no, yeah, no, no. Reasonably compared well. to pakistan compared it is doing yeah reasonably well. well my point being is 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 that a possibility what what is happening that has always been modi no in the last two years uh, in the last two years it has always been modi's if you look at his um, foreign policy and if you look at how he has been dealing with the neighbors it was always been that pakistan is also one of our neighbors apart from the other which is which is different from um manmohan singh era or era before him even vajpay era when we said uh, when we were so fixated with pakistan that pakistan is our only neighbor and rest everyone just uh, happens I, to exist I, i'm going to so pl- narendra modi huh. just said that well they are neighbors but we have neighbors on all sides no and i'm going to plug my piece that i wrote about two and a half years ago for dna and that's what i wrote that pakistan is one of the pure pieces in the foreign policy yeah. and this that's when he was the doctrine ha huh, the modi doctrine when he was reaching out to nawaz sharif at that yeah. time uh, it was not the hardening uh, of stance that we saw post pathan court yeah. and other uh, things correct but um, my point being that with sheikh asina she one must remember that the last election in bangladesh was not an easy one also there were allegations and stuff against no, sheikh asina khalid azia sheikh asina is wearing a crown of thorns there is yeah. no question about it and, and, and india has gone out of its way to support her because she has gone after the jihadi elements in her uh, and society. not just the jihadi elements she she hanged the and jamaat e islami readers right promote if i'm not in mistaken war the war crimes yes. and who were ministers in khalid azia's yes. government Yes. Yes. So yes. continues to fight a tooth and nail, nail a battle, pitched battle everywhere. And, and that is why India's support to um, you know um, uh, Sheikh Hasina is is admirable, and it should continue. And it has been bipartisan support actually. Yeah. It has been bipartisan support. So, her uh-huh. uh, support to her is. Uh, and and one last thing, and we want to conclude the debate mm. this part, and then we move on to Kashmir. Mm. Pakistan the raising of this the the judgment on this because this was a trial in military court right yeah. in Pakistan so we don't even no one had access to the proceedings or anything like that isn't the timing a little bit suspicious or do you think this was natural no. due course taking place no, nothing, nothing 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 is suspicious as far as pakistan is concerned oh, no i know but i'm saying uh, was this uh, uh, so sort of speak natural course of action or was this this specific time chosen because of something that's happening the indus water treaty comes to my mind immediately because there is a talk about uh, uh, dam construction in certain uh, uh, you know areas where india has the right to do so it has not invoked that right yeah. uh, pakistan is obviously like the the most spoiled uh, child ever that wants to seek attention by tantrums 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 you know uh, trump is paying attention to north korea trump is paying attention to saudi arabia trump is paying attention to isis Why is he not paying attention to Pakistan? मुझे कुछ कुछ चाहिए यार. You know they want three five three to five billion dollars तो अड़ा पैसे दे दे यार. So they want to pinch. That's promoting his Punjabi uh, uh, thing. So so Pakistan is a sad state. I, you know, I, what can I say? They have hung their own ex-prime minister. 
the prime minister who basically you know uh, was the father of a prime minister who was also assassinated Pramod, they, don't hit me for this but that sounded like sambit patra mimicking navjot siddhu on tv sir you know and the person who stood who, who signed the delhi pact with uh, prime minister jawaharlal nehru was assassinated yeah. liaquat ali khan absolutely. this country right. is no, a sorry I mean, state I mean, absolutely. you know why i don't know why it exists i don't know why the world you know powers yeah you know you, it is you know I, why it exists you just don't know why it continues to exist yeah i know and it should not be continued to exist i have always said that the world powers if there is one country there should be consensus on basically splitting pakistan yeah. into four or five countries there should be consensus that hopefully trump and putin if this new blossoming friendship that is happening uh, should be enabling <laughs> don't, don't that hold your thoughts hold your thoughts because that you that that know? friendship might also oh, well, we'll talk uh, about that well well putin has said that if uh, you know assad used the chemical weapons then he should be sent to the gallows so there is this controversy oh, no, i know i know right that's a very interesting response from russia to yeah because putin has always uh, worked according to the book ha i mean putin is just i, I don't know whether putin. hillary clinton was a very short key you know she gave an interview where they they said that something like this should happen next day or in some yeah. few hours we saw the strikes happening anyways that's that's the discussion a later part from one lady leader in the east Yeah. Let's move to the other lady, who's the chief minister. Um, Sheikh Hasina was of another country, prime minister of another country, but the chief minister of Jammu and Kashmir, Mehbooba Mufti. So, in that, in no plain terms, I want to ask you this question: Has she failed? And if so, why? Yes or why no? Adit, I will tell you in unequivocal terms today, and I want to say this. I want to put it out there. that i am extremely disappointed in um, pdp bjp government today i am extremely disappointed in mehbooba mufti today and today i want to say this yes the government the chief minister has failed this is me who lauded be a pdp a bjp government and who said that who has been consistently cautious optimism was your phrase cautious optimism was my phrase you and gave i gave kashmiriyat a chance no i didn't i never gave kashmiriyat <laughs> a chance i'm joking <laughs> <laughs> no kashmiriyat deserves to die kashmiriyat kashmiriyat was the reason of sunanda being ousted of her own home kashmiriyat does not exist so. <laughs> guys there is no kashmiriyat but that's a different debate but what i am saying today is that it's very important for people to understand even those of you who are not kashmir watchers that since 1996 we have been 1990 is when uh, terrorism struck kashmir mm. 19 then there were no elections for 6 years 1996 is when we had the first election after those 6 years of presidential rule even long since 1996 to 2017 we have had a spate of elections and why is this important why is it important for india to have free and fair elections in um, kashmir a it gives us a huge moral high ground b it gives us we can go out in the international arena and say that listen we conduct free and fair elections in kashmir nobody is being there is not a puppet government people choose their own representatives so there is from narsimha rao to vajpayee to manmohan singh everyone has conducted free and fair elections in kashmir if narendra modi and the government that is in support with um, with bjp is not able to conduct free and fair elections or is not able to uh, you know support give enough security for elections this is their failure because india cannot afford not to have elections in kashmir no i know me and pramod both want to come in and we're going to come in in just a second on this So anyway, I see Sunanda. 
I don't think what happened in Srinagar Bipol was shocking where only 7% of the or 6% of the people 6%, 6% not of the people that, voted Adit, no, no. violence six people died I know I know I'm not I'm not condoning that you know what I I condemn the violence and that shouldn't have happened but to say that free and fair elections are not happening no no I'm not saying free and fair elections are I'm saying security is not being provided that yeah that is a separate debate free and fair elections no. will only happen when security so is provided. So my question is, why no, no, listen to me, listen to me. There are, the, the, right now we know that in March the Home Ministry had written saying that uh, there there is a potential of violence. They had requested the election commission to postpone the poll dates. Yeah. So, so why but, why did, why has it come to this point? I, I why, don't know. When what, there was 26% voting in 2014 in Srinagar constituency, Lok Sabha constituency to 6 to 6.5% now, how has it come to no, but point. you cannot. These are the okay, questions that, that need to be yes, asked. Yes, yes. But in 2014, Vidhan Sabha, which happened after this government had come in, there was 70% voting. 72%? Yeah, you yeah, won't be aware. Yes, yeah. al almost 70% or something. Yeah, right? Yeah. So, uh, uh, is that was it less than 70%? No, no, that's huh. fine. What huh. I, I, I'm not sure what you guys are getting at. Because no, I'm saying that that has nothing to do with this, that. This was <laughs> a natural consequence of the stone pelting, rubber bullets, and the, the whole thing happening. You know, there's nothing, nothing. You know, you understand what Kashmir was from 90 to 96. Yet we held an election in 96. Yet we held elections after that subsequently. Uh, so just one second. I, I stand corrected. It was 65 percent, not 75. 65 percent yeah. yeah. in Vidhan Sabha. So we have held elections. Narsimha Rao held elections in 1996. The point of holding elections and ensuring turnout happens is twofold. One fold is that you are reinforcing to the world that the local population is against militancy and it believes in democracy and it believes the development is happening, two things. So for example, somebody wrote that they, they went to Srinagar recently and the road is full of potholes and so they started blaming Narendra Modi for that. Uh, so in this constituency, if for whatever reason, with or without security, this low voter turnout is basically a failure of the state and the central government to essentially try to get that uh, symbolic message out that there is a process you know if you vote a democratic process in there after the vote certain things have to come through and yeah. this has not come through this is a silent uh, way of uh, refusing to participate in elections which basically shows that the local population is not at all happy with both the existing state representatives and the national representatives. And Something is not being uh, met, okay? No matter what you do, development, no development or whatever it is. My long-term solution for that is, right now you have to go and talk to these uh, affected people who do not uh, want to be part of the Indian democracy. Give them one or two-way ticket, give them some money and have them leave the country. That's about it. There is no solution that will ensure, agar kal ko ab, if you're expecting that free and fair elections under the security of the central uh, establishment again ensures that who is popular in Kashmir to give a 30% voter, voter turnout right now, you tell me? Nobody. Nobody. And because don't forget, from Srinagar um, constituency, this was Farooq Abdullah fighting. On the yeah. day of, on Monday morning, I did a set of tweets and I said that this is a very important day for Farooq Abdullah and this is a very important day for Muftis. Adit, if you remember in our off-record conversations, you would often ask me, and this is even two, three months ago, like we usually talk about we are obsessed with elections and you are like obsessed with elections too. You would ask me, what will happen in Srinagar, Kashmir, what will happen in Bible? And do you remember I kept telling you that it will be a miracle if 
PDP retains its um, Anantnag seat. And you were surprised and you said, no, P- Anantnag is the, you know, is bastion. the bastion. Of How can that happen? And I told you that Mehbooba is extremely unpopular in South Kashmir, which is true. Mehbooba is extremely unpopular in, um, uh, in Kashmir right now. There is also another facet. No chief minister of uh, Jammu and Kashmir has enjoyed so much support of central government as Mehbooba Mufti has. No one. Yet, Mehbooba Mufti is not able to leverage that into something positive. Let me ask you another question. And this then. is me saying who has actually gone on record saying that give her a chance. No, no. That's, that's, a, that's a very angry Sunanda, by the way, on the podcast. Extremely angry because I feel that elections are sacrosanct. No, no. It Sunanda, is, no. Every government you has can, to make. Of course. You, but the, the, the thing is, there are two aspects to this, okay? And I, I, you do have a point that people are not coming out to vote. But are they not coming out to vote out uh, of their own choice? Ask, let, or because no, are they not feeling uh, secure? Let me ask you a point blank question. Hmm. If the voter turnout was 30% hmm. or 40% hmm. or 50% yeah. and everybody votes for NOTA, hmm. would you have been happy with that? Yes. Well, yes, I would have been happy because people are coming out. They have enough security. We are people. We are hearing their voice. So you right are saying now, that democracy is the only uh, parameter that yes. will say that is not what the no, ground reality I is. No, I feel democracy is the only parameter that is the. I, if they had all thirty percent of people had come and voted nota, I would have been happy because that is the way we go and we tell the world. And you know that what, what happens with nota? The establishment, again, Delhi establishment is the same. No, whether then there is governor's rule. Then, then there is they'll, governor's they'll, they'll do governor's rule. Yeah. Then they'll say that they are not happy with this set of politicians. Yes. And then we have Another like, Sajjad Saj- yes. loan or somebody alone I will be agree. propped up. I you know? agree. But at least, at least people are coming out. They are telling you. They are venting. They are venting through ballot boxes. That is what I want people to do. I want them to show their anger via ballot boxes. I do but, not okay, let me ask you something. I do not want them to sit home and not come out. I, I, I agree. I agree. I mean, democracy is the best way. But the thing is, what I'm confused about is, after Mufti Muhammad Sayyid's death, mm. right, uh, the Anandha Bipol happened and people did come out and vote for Mehbubah Mufti. Mufti. Correct. Yeah. And but that was, is, that was, she had barely, she was into her uh, thing. You have to remember the next spate of violence that happened was after that election, this, this current spate of violence correct. that happened. <laughs> that is what made her very unpopular. But is it because, oh, sorry to, to interrupt, Pramod, but is it because the government of India's stance was toughened, has toughened, or is it because you think they gave her too much too much to play with Mehbooba Mufti as in they they let loose the grip that the government of India usually has on Jammu and Kashmir can I say something that is extremely controversial I think Kashmir and I am going to say this and um, because this is so close to my heart I think Mr. Ram Madhav really does not understand Kashmir and this breaks my heart and I think that is the interlocutor from Delhi to Kashmir is not the right man. That is my problem. And I am saying this on record. You can even, quote me. even if you find somebody, somebody, you know, you can you can find so many interlocutors. Hmm. Dr. Karan Singh could be one. And there are many General Hasnain. General Atta Hasnain. There are several people. But can you suggest a concrete, again, within the framework of democracy, which uh, you know is what the Indian Parliament has always said, within the ambit of democracy, whatever special packages or whatever can be done can be done but again 
this has been happening for 67 years and will continue to happen no matter how good the local relationship is how good the center and state relationship is which is now the case mm. you know uh, granted that she did not go to that nda meeting uh, she deputed somebody Today, else yeah. mm. she didn't she did not she go didn't. but what is the solution for that one crore muslims in uh, kashmir what, what are they really wanting? What is the kind of package they really want to continue to live in the democracy? Are they even wanting to be in a democracy? They are not wanting to be with India. Let's not fool ourselves. That is true. They are not wanting, most of them are not wanting huh. to be in India. But that's not just, Kashmir is not just valley. Kashmir is Jammu, Ladakh and... Muslims of Jammu and Kashmir apart from Valley. But then you... So okay, no, 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 not, no, let's no, no. not go, let's of not course, of go course. into that discussion. No, no, no. But Pramod's point is a little valid on that, that to, tomorrow if elections were to held in Udhampur, would it only be 7% turnout? No. So that, that's why Pramod is isolating. So what I am saying... That is why he's, he's, he's... Tomorrow if elections were in Leh, would we have a 6% turnout? But you also have to understand the problem has always been in Kashmir. Problem has the, never been in Leh exa or Udhampur. Exactly, but you just said that Kashmir means Jammu and Kashmir alone. No, but when he was... Uh, the only time I, he said that, he said when this one crore population does not want to live. I said, well, that's, that's nothing we can do about it because there are other people, other stakeholders. But has, I am a stakeholder in Kashmir. Of course, of yeah. course. But has, has Mehbooba's reign affected Jammu and Ladakh the same? It has, yes. has it has, yes. has affected Kashmir? Yes, it has affected Jammu also in the same way. I am getting reports about a lot of people upset with the BJP government right now with uh, because they voted BJP decisively. Of Jammu has not 25 voted, out of Jammu 28 has seats. not voted for decisively for know. BJP ever like that. And now with the Rohingyas issue, they are upset about that. That you know, BJP has turned the, um, you know, they haven't well, done much about it. So there are a lot of issues where... Jammu has not been um, dealt fa fairly with. I have always said... But I am saying regardless of that, tomorrow if elections were to held in Udhampur, Jammu would not see just a 6% turnout. No, because Udhampur has never wanted to secede even if they are angry. So, so that's Kashmir, what I am saying. No, Madagam has always wanted to so secede. So I am saying, is this just a security issue or is it they are, they, 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 Election what boycott. What you want to say so is demographics. Is it a demographic No, no, no. Or election boycott issue. I, I am saying it. It could be a bit of both. I am saying it could not just be a security issue because even when the when there is sixty five percent or sixty percent polling in India, Srinagar still polls only twenty six or thirty percent. I agree that to that. So I'm saying, I'm that, saying that there, there are both. 2000, I don't understand why in two thousand fourteen there can be a twenty six to thirty percent um, in Srinagar alone. I'm talking about Srinagar. Srinagar has traditionally seen lesser voting percentages Correct. than other this thing because it's, it's urban uh, city and all that. But I don't understand how we can go from 20, 30% to 6% with 6 people dead and so much violence, 200 people injured. And do you know how many security forces were injured? That's not even a discussion. Nobody even talks about it. Almost 200 security personnel have been uh, injured. That is I, the I, price I, we have paid for this I election. have always said that the unfinished partition of India which calls for a Russia, China, Japan uh, mediated peaceful exchange of population is the only solution forward for India, Pakistan and Bangladesh. Bangladesh to a less, lesser extent but uh, there is no way that the, this can fester forever if there is a choice that can be offered right. For example, the Enemy Property Act, if you remember, there was a momentous judgment that happened exactly. where uh, the enemy, uh, the, the government stuck with the, the stance that you know, if you have left your properties, if you have not availed the, the 
chance to uh, basically sell it at market value. There's a lot of that uh, needs to be revisited. Again, I hope. And props to Arun Jaitley for a fantastic intervention in the Lok Sabha or the Rajya Sabha yeah. on the Enemy Property Act issue. So, so there is this uh, churning that is happening, Sunandaji. Again, I, I kind of agree with you, Aditya, on the larger context of why this is all happening all of a sudden. It was festering for the past one year. Yeah. Maybe because of India's uh, no, I'm uh, saying talk it's a... from the Red Fort about Balochistan and there's this uh, huh, there is a natural defense. Big, you know, there are so many issues that yeah. conflate with each other on, yeah. on why this is turned out. Yeah. Now, uh, what has happened is all this has, you know, kind of zeroed down on this 6% turnout and it might be a manifestation of 10 different things. Yeah. What those 10 problems are need to be addressed separately and each of them are a contributing factor according to me. Wouldn't you agree, Sunanda? So, so here's my other last uh, comment on that is that Kashmir can uh, pro probably allowed, be allowed a couple of more uh, opportunities to see if they really believe in democracy. But Narendra Modi has to take this call before the next elections. So Syria was a heart-rending uh, you know, story. I have been Terrible. seeing, remember that uh, one um, hangout session we did with Mr. Uh, Puri yeah. about two years ago when he was uh, uh, churning Harkeet out Singh the statics, uh, statistics yes. and uh, it continues to be a heart-rending mm. uh, The interview that of, you guys uh, did. Yeah. Of how bad the situation is with multiple players getting involved. Nobody knows who is supporting the other. Hmm. Uh, now Trump administration is trying to dig out different uh, laws and rules. All of a sudden has uh, woken up to the uh, humanitarian crisis. Uh, but again, ultimately at the end of the day, Muslim or not Muslim, you you are paying penalty for living in that country. You know, and when women, children, innocent. Uh, people get affected by the, the atrocities that are committed on both sides. It is just heartrending. Unfortunately, uh, kids uh, in that state is very disappointing to see all of that. I hope somebody uh, with some sense in the world community wakes up and takes responsibility and stops this maddening bloodshed. It was Syria. terrible. And I mean, we want to talk, initially we said we wanted to talk about the geopolitical implications also. We'll take yeah. that up in the next podcast. Yeah, we're running out it of was time. Just, and running out of time, and, I mean, it was terrible. And just spare a moment for the victims of children, poor children and the victims of the CIA attack. <clears throat> so before we go on to our recommendations this week, since we've discussed so many, you know, terrible news that have happened this I wanted to give a piece of inspirational news that inspire all our listeners there's a Gujarati girl from Baroda called <coughs> Prachi Sukhwani she had 80% vision loss and she made it to IIM Ahmedabad with that she had a, a macular dystrophy which is wrote as retinal oh, degradation yeah. since she was in class 3 and she has lost 80% vision over uh, the 3 years and she scored a 98.55 percentile in CAT 2016 uh, where she had appeared as a person with disability but then she got calls from top 3 IAMs Ahmedabad, Bangalore and Kolkata this I'm quoting from our Times of India piece but this is amazing and inspirational wow. Congratulations. Congratulations, Prachi. Congratulations She's from Baroda and you know, very proud of you. And this is, here's a shout out if you are listening or if someone knows her and is listening, please give us a shout out from our side, from Mind Makers and the Mind Team. Absolutely. Uh, and uh, the journey from Baroda to Ahmedabad shouldn't be too hard. Yeah. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> right there. So many Gujarati students who appear for the CAT, I'll tell you, would be dying for this opportunity. Yeah, and the absolutely. fact that she got it absolutely. would be what amazing. an inspiration. Inspiration. Yeah. One of the best uh, uh, universities. So, and, and another powerful symbol today uh, that I have to mention uh, Narendra Modi and the Australian Prime Minister in Akshardham. I know. 
You know what? I, I don't with the hearts and I doing know, the puja. I know. I cannot say. No, I'm not going to say this on record. But I was just going to say the the message you texted me. No, in the I, no. So uh, there are there are many discussions that me and Sunanda have off the record. But but it was it was interesting. Uh, and one of uh, our good friend Shafali Vaidya uh, tweeted yesterday or today, I think, when she said. She said that earlier it used to be a parade of poverty, parade of these you know yeah. snake charmers and all of that. Now, look at the turnaround that has no, happened. No, in fact, I have. There is a piece of mine coming up um, either today or tomorrow. I don't know, but um, Modi took Japanese president. Um, Abe to Ganga Arti in Varanasi, and both of them were seen doing um, Ganga Arti together. Then um, now the Australian Prime Minister was taken um, to um, Akshardham, and they were not just not just like a tourist. They are sitting there and they are actually doing puja together. I, 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 I have a proposal. Next time Nawaz Sharif comes, Modi should take him to Pali Dana. There are only thirty-seven hundred steps. You should make them climb for five. He's no, a, he's, you know, he after, just had a heart surgery. He can't do that. But but. No, 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 Cardio exercises. Uh, let me tell you this. You know, um, and my piece will probably, um, <coughs> you know, discuss this in detail. If this is a subtle Hindutva, what is? <laughs> it, it is always soft Hindutva, Sumandaji, and uh, Narendra Modi has brought it to the fore Four. much more aggressively than before. Even yes. celebrating the Hindu New Year in the Parliament, yes. all of this is uh, this part is of the part new of the India that we live mm-hmm. in, where you are very strong and proud of it. I can't seem to find fault with Narendra Modi. That is, you know, there are stupid BJP MLAs, Shiv Sena MPs, and all of these. Like one idiot, of that, uh, uh, is he mo- the current uh, MLA like Raja Singh yeah, from yeah, somewhere, some idiotic uh, guy? This, I'm somewhere. pretty sure Modi and uh, for sure Amit Shah would have a pep talk with uh, them and get <laughs> them into line like yeah, that. Yeah, of I, course. Uh, when I see such sights, it just yeah. gladdens my heart as a Hindu living outside uh, the country. You know, when you're hmm. reaffirming your yeah. own belief system. Yeah. yeah. But because I was also doing a little bit of reading with this new Let's uh, additional burden of Indic book club that I have taken up because there was this controversy on whether the constitution should have been really inspired by, from Ashoka or not. Mm. Yeah, that's Emperor yeah. Ashoka or whether he was Chand Ashoka, yeah. whether he really had transformed to uh, this Buddhism. This is an ongoing discussion, yes. Whether he was really whether so we should have gone harsh, against, or we should have gone harsh against Ajivakas or not. So my wife was pestering me that I have been struck, uh, just, you know, really uh, burning the midnight oil and she wanted us to watch a movie. We watched this uh, movie Ashoka, uh, not Ashoka, but Ashoka in uh, Shah Rukh Khan's movie yeah, yeah, in, uh, on Netflix. So mm-hmm. It's not a historical account. There was never a Kalinga princess. There was nothing like that uh, ever that happened. But but to, to basically watch that in the context of who Ashoka was and the spectacular victories of Chandragupta Maurya and Chanakya, you know, my favorite has been that deadly combination yeah. of Chanakya Chandragupta and then uh, Bimbisara and then your um, uh, Ashoka later. But the extent to which uh, Ashoka's contribution remained today is the penetration of Buddhism in all across, all the way from West Asia to this part. There has never been such an Indian emperor whose influence is still talked about in post-war terms. You know, there have been King Bharata, there have been King Yudhishthira, there have been King uh, Rama and Krishna. You and I will have to discuss this separately on a separate podcast because I have a lot of... uh, There are many negatives. I'm not uh, supporting uh, the negatives. No, 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 no. no. I'm not doing that. I'm just saying that he is an interesting historical character who did did undeniably a lot of work that cannot be taken away from. And he should be debated a lot more. But um, so so Sanjay Sanyal has a completely different point. I know, I've read his piece Ashoka, the not so great. He says that uh, Ashoka was not even, um, uh, you know, Ashoka I, I, was uh, resurrected 
after 1947. No, that, is that Sanjeev Sanyal is not political. So he doesn't understand the political context <laughs> of resurrecting a character for bringing civilizational heroes into the fore. That is a different uh, ball game. I know uh, his wife very well, but I'm just taking the liberty of saying yeah. that you have to build heroes despite their shortcomings. That is why I'm, I'm dead against this vilification of Mahatma Gandhi all the time. There have been many shortcomings of Mahatma Gandhi, but yeah. you cannot take away the good that Mahatma Gandhi brought to the table as well. Sunanda. My recommendation? So his recommendation was the Ashoka. 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 My recommendation is, um, comes with a lot of sadness. Um, my, one of my most favorite Hindustani classical singers, Gang ah. Saraswati Kishori Amonkar passed away. Kishori Amonkar is a phenomenal singer. Everyone knows that. Who am I to even talk about her, um, uh, you know, singing. I called her um, mystic saint of mm. Hindustani classics because she would go into a trance. It was very common for her to go mm. into a trance. So um, nobody can talk about her singing. But I do want to say that she was also the first feminist of Indian Hindustani classical music. She expected and demanded the same respect that male singers were getting. She would demand that a car pick her up and she go into the, um, you know, um, hotels. She was given good hotels. She was given good transportation, you know, at par with male musicians. So she made it a lot easier for female musicians coming after her. That is also one of her contributions that not many people talk about besides her phenomenal contribution as thing. What I want to, there have been, she has sung so much. Um, for those of you who are not into very hard core classical music they can listen to her only one Hindi film song that she has sung Geet Gaya Patharone mm. um, or Drishti um, one last music uh, mm -hmm. she, compi she composed also that but my favorite is Maro Pranam that she has sung in my favorite rag Yaman Kalyan please so, plug that I will plug that Please listen to Maro Pranam. And I, 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 I think. And I don't care if you know. No, no, people are not into classical music. Was it Harini who wrote a fantastic piece? Harini Kalamur, yes. Harini Kalamur, a good friend of ours. Uh, yeah, she wrote a she wrote a beautiful tribute. Beautiful tribute yeah. to Kishori. Yeah, so shout out to Harini for that tribute yes. to Kishori Amonkar. And um, so for me, um, uh, one of our uh, I'm I'm going to recommend something very uh, interestingly funny because of it's that time of the year you know when taxes are being filed and so forth there is a movie in 2001 about corporate called off or 2000 like office space you should watch that movie oh, i, love I that have movie. seen uh, if, if love every, every everyone who's ever dealt with corporate environments including layoffs the this TPS one, report exactly the tps <laughs> reports and and then that moment that. where the person uh, doesn't find out that he's actually being interviewed you know for his you should you should you should watch that movie it's it's quite funny especially people working for corporate jobs and then watch the show i've recommended earlier last year it's coming back called silicon valley in that context oh, okay. of corporate world and stuff it's it's quite it's the same guy who directed office oh, space okay, mike okay. judge he's it's silicon valley's uh, his show that's good to know yeah so it's it's quite funny uh, and and he, he gets it he gets it so uh, after where else will you get recommendations going from a bollywood movie to a classical music concert to another movie to a hollywood only classic 
Sunanda will probably be less angry who knows we'll find <laughs> out so, so because next week i was going to have her do an anantrag poll preview but i guess that's never not going to happen yeah, that has been deferred that's now that's going to happen may 25th one more thing I, I, there are two stupidity call outs that i want to do <laughs> one stupid, stupid of the day. Uh, no two stupids of the week one stupid of the week was united airlines that that oh. the, 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 the the officers who dragged the that guy and he was of the blood, week, not i mean stupid of the week. So, and no and the second stupid was some Uh, Paneer Selvam campaigning with Jailatna's coffin. What in the bloody hell was that? I'm glad RK Nagar. Um, was it Paneer Selvam was doing, na? OPS camp. O- OPS camp. OPS camp. Not Paneer Selvam or OPS camp. OPS camp. Sorry. So um, I'm I'm so glad RK Puram. Uh, RK Puram. I'm saying because I come from Delhi, so RK Puram. RK Nagar. Yeah, I saw I, I saw pictures of that, and I was like, bloody hell! What is going on? How low can you get? Yeah, and the, so the United thing was terrible. I mean, yeah. it's all over Twitter and stuff, and they're getting flack, and rightly so. So, anyways, this comes to the end of this mind podcast. Back next, we'll be back next week. Till then, it's a goodbye.